Hello and welcome to the A Beloved Son podcast. My name is Ramon Camacho and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is born out of a real desire in my heart to glorify God through my experiences and the many things He has blessed me with along the journey. I'm no theologian or philosopher, but simply a man deeply in love with Christ that desires to share His journey with others. I believe that by sharing the most intimate parts of who we are with others that we are able to grow as beloved children of God. So this podcast will be a place where those intimate areas of my own heart are shared with you and I hope you'll join me as we strive to encounter Christ together. Hello and welcome back to the A Beloved Son podcast and Happy New Year. Well, Happy Liturgical New Year. And happy Advent, my dear friends. It's been a while, but I'm glad to be back with you. A lot has been happening in my own heart since the last time I checked in, and the Lord is definitely at work in my life. Like anything, it's been a roller coaster journey, but I think that's the beautiful thing about following the Lord and pursuing a personal relationship with Him. We never know what to expect, and I think that's beautiful. We may come with hopes and expectations, and He may grant us those hopes and expectations in His great and infinite love and tender kindness for us, but ultimately He is the hope and the most profound desire of our hearts. And amen, right? Amen. As we enter into this Advent season, I wanted to come back to pause and reflect with you. As you know, the A Beloved Son podcast is a journey of seeking the Lord's own heart, and I promise to be vulnerable in this journey. So that's what I have been really reflecting on during this hiatus, if you will. What does the Lord want me to reflect on, and what does the Lord want to do in and through me? I have my own hopes and aspirations, but the Lord may not desire the same things as I do. And in this season, the past few months, I have really had to come to terms with with that tender reality. My hopes and my desires may not be the same as the Lord's, and that's okay. I had to come terms, I had to come to terms with that, that that's okay. Ultimately, my dear friends, our hearts must be open to being conformed to the Lord's will. It's a real challenge when He calls us to step into the unknown and genuinely trust in Him. But He is compassionate, He is who He says He is, and we must hold on to the tender promise that He is who He says He is. So today what I want to talk about is hope and the hope that doesn't disappoint. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm not sure where you may find yourself at this particular season in your life, but perhaps, my dear friend, you are in a place of great comfort and great joy, and that is really amazing. Or maybe you may find yourself in a place where you have a hard time trusting and abiding in the hope that does not disappoint. Both of these places are extremely personal and sacred, and so what I want to invite you into as I reflect on my own experiences with you, that you may ask the Holy Spirit to come and rest with you and walk with you on this journey. His presence is what we are looking for. His presence 
is what we are seeking. He is what our hearts desire to have and hold. So, my dear friend, where do you find yourself today? Do you find yourself having hope? Or do you find yourself struggling to find hope? It's uncomfortable to say sometimes that we don't know what the heck is going on. It's uncomfortable to say we don't have hope. However, it's a really tender question that we must ask ourselves. Do we have hope? Are we walking in our daily lives with hope? Are we living our lives of where that hope does not disappoint? But what is hope? Or rather, who is hope? Hope is found when we know and trust that something good is on the other side of the journey. In my own life, I'm currently in a space where I feel like I go back and forth with this internal battle going on in my own heart and my mind, trying to find hope and rest in the hope that lasts and does not disappoint. And it's really hard. It's it's not easy to say that I find myself hopeless at times, but in those moments, I have to remind myself, do I remember that I am precious in the eyes of the Lord? Do I remember that I am precious in the eyes of the Lord? Absolutely precious. Do I remember that I have a Savior Do I remember that I am a son of a God that came down so that I might have life? A few days ago, I stumbled upon this quote by C.S. Lewis, and he says this, Of course God does not consider you hopeless. If he did, he would not be moving you to seek him, and he obviously is. Continue seeking him with seriousness. Unless he wanted you, you would not be wanting him. I'm currently in a place in my life that feels like this constant uphill battle, trying to satisfy the desires of my heart. Every time I think that I have found the answer, it feels like things are ripped away from me. It has really forced me to build trust in God. And the reality, my friends, is that it sometimes feels that I'm in this constant cycle of despair. That I find momentary happiness in learning to hope in the Lord, but then when I remember my own woundedness, it's hard to see God working in my life. It's hard to see how to have hope because it feels like He is constantly taking things away from me. I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like God is distant. Rather than living in my home, it feels like God is in a completely different town, distant and hidden. And that despair, it doesn't come from God. It doesn't come from the Lord. Despair is not from God. He doesn't give us trials so that we will despair and live in self-pity. He gives us trials to prove how much we are willing to sacrifice to be united to Him. The Christian life is not an easy life. If it were easy, then we wouldn't be seeing so many people in our friend groups and families 
leaving the church, trying to find hope in places of this passing world. Despair is a true enemy of God because when we live in despair, the evil one has the power to work against all those good and holy and healthy desires that the Lord has placed in our hearts. If you feel hopeless, my friend, I just want you to know that you are not alone. Sometimes it's hard to trust God, but there's nothing else that our heart desires more than to have hope. If we look at salvation history, we see that God's people had that same struggle of finding hope in the God that satisfies. We find that God's people would constantly forget that true hope is only found in God and his promises. Throughout salvation history, God's people constantly broke off from what God intended for them because they despaired in the fact that they thought he wasn't going to come through. But we know that God always comes through. That is the ultimate promise of the Christian life, that God will come through. We forget, yes, but we know that God always comes through. He provides in the desert. He provides in the storms. He provides in the famines. He provides in the plagues. He provides when it feels like everyone has already rejected your ideas. He provides when it feels like everyone has rejected you because of the things you have done. And he even provides when it feels like everyone has given up on you. He continues to provide even when you don't feel like you are worthy of being called. He always provides when all hope is lost. And he calls you by name, even in those darkest moments. He calls you by name, my dear friend, my dear brother or sister. He calls you by name. His name is above all names, and he will always find you even if you walk in a valley of despair. He will come and find you even there. And he is so kind when he comes. He is so considerate. He is so gentle. He doesn't neglect those areas that feel so heavy. He doesn't disregard the worries, the fears, or the anxieties in our hearts. He doesn't lose hope even when you have chosen to walk down a path you shouldn't have. He doesn't lose hope when you have chosen to fall into that same pattern of sin. He doesn't despair on those heavy burdens weighing on your heart. Rather, he hopes that you choose something else. That you choose to remember who you are. That you are his. He comes to meet you where you are at. He doesn't expect you to have all the answers. He knows that you have been searching for peace, joy, and love. And he wants you to give him that because you are absolutely precious in his eyes. We are forgetful creatures, but he loves us anyway. We are forgetful of his promises to us, but he knows that. We are people that forget that we are pursued, but yet he still pursues us. Do you recognize that hope does not disappoint? And that is hope with a capital H. 
Hope is not lost, my dear friend. As I'm reflecting on this particular theme of this Sunday of Advent, one of the things I'd like to point out is the collect that our priest prayed at the beginning of Mass this weekend. The collect prayer says this, Grant your faithful, we pray, Almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand, they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom. The church is asking us in her prayer for us to have a deep desire in our hearts to run to meet our Savior, that we may be prepared and ready to meet the Lord. In order to run to meet our Savior, we must have hope that God has not withheld his promises to us. We must have hope that God will come through, even though it may seem. We must have hope that God will come through, even though it may seem difficult to see how he comes to meet us right now. He will come to meet us. Are we prepared to run to encounter him? We know that God is God. Even if we have forgotten or have trouble comprehending who God is in this season of life, in this present moment, we know that God is who he says he is. He has not changed. He still is who he is the first time we encountered him. He still is who he is the first time we encountered him. As we prepare to welcome his son this Christmas, do we have hope that redemption has already come? Do we have hope that he is working in our lives even now? Are we ready to bring down the walls we have built around us in order to run out and meet him? To encounter him? To know him? The Lord comes in true humility so that we may know him. He comes in true humility among us to shatter the gates of hell so that we may have hope that we may abide in him, that we may trust in him. I'll be honest with you, as I have already mentioned multiple times throughout this podcast, it is really hard to have hope in this season of my life, but I have to trust in something. I have to trust in something. I have to trust that God has it figured out, that he knows the way and that he is the way that he knows the way and that he is the way. I know that he ultimately has good for me. And while I catch myself living in despair frequently, I know that he desires to restore those areas in my heart that I've been so selfish and not surrendering to him. I know that even though I sin against him and that I am unworthy of a love so undeniable, that even then he waits for me to come run after him. He does not consider you hopeless, my friend. That is a lie that the world has instilled in you. God does not and will not consider you hopeless. You are worthy of so much more than this ideology of despair the world wants you to give into. God is at work in your life right now. And perhaps that is why you are listening to this podcast, because you are searching for hope. You are searching for a place to find some sort of sign that God has come to provide restoration to the areas of your life that bring great shame or sadness. The Lord has already come to bring life to those areas. He awaits you and he loves you 
and he wants you. He is moving in your heart right now because he continues to seek you. He continues to desire you to have hope even when it seems that all hope is lost. Do not be afraid to give it all to Jesus, my friend. I know that it is scary to go back and ask for God to show you how to have hope, but he awaits you. He awaits you in the tabernacle, in the monstrance, in the Eucharist, in that quiet place in your office, or in the church, or in your home, to come and console you and let you know that there is hope. Hope is coming to meet you, my friend. We must only give of ourselves back to Christ and let him take care of that which causes us to doubt, to fear, or to think that we aren't worthy of receiving that love and hope that does not disappoint and will never disappoint. Do not be distracted by the lies that the evil one wants you to believe again. He is a liar. He is a liar. God has come to be with us, so let us ask him to restore our hearts as we enter into this beautiful, beautiful season of hope and encouragement that is Advent. Let us prepare our hearts so that we may begin to discover or rediscover who God is because he is who he says he is. And so rejoice, my friends. He is coming, and one day you will realize what God was doing in your life when you didn't have hope or you despaired on these things that are passing. God is only love, and he wants you to rejoice in that. He wants you to rejoice in the fact that he is who he says he is, that he is hope, that he is love, that he is everything that your heart desires. And to hold on to that consolation that even though you don't see him working or you don't even see the tangible things in your life that give you a sign that he is there for you, that he is still working, that he is still present in your life. And he rejoices in you because you are absolutely precious in his eyes. And so as we enter into the season of Advent, I just want to encourage you, my dear friend, to remain hopeful that the Savior is coming, that he has come and he will come again. And he comes to restore all that which separates us from him, all that shame, all that guilt, all that fear, all that anxiety. He comes to restore all of that for our benefit because he loves us so much. And so, my dear friends, I want to close this episode as I often do with a prayer. And so let us pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving and gracious God, we give you thanks for the opportunity to gather in your name. Even through these means of communication, you are present and you are loving us even in our difficulties of life, even in this present moment where perhaps we are hopeful 
in preparation of Advent. Or perhaps we're not hopeful. We have lost our hope and we need to rediscover it. And so I pray, Lord, that you would come into our hearts in this present moment and reveal your tender and loving heart to us. That you are so gentle and so considerate in the way that you approach us. That you are not ashamed. That you do not accuse us. That you are only love. That you do not come in anger. You come in joy and in peace. That you are a loving father. That you are not hateful. You are not the voice of accusation. The voice that ridicules us, but rather the voice that loves us and always invites us back into your tender embrace. And so I pray, Lord, that all those that are listening to this podcast and their loved ones, those that they cherish so deeply in their hearts, that we may all be renewed by your love and your hope, the hope that does not disappoint As we enter into this Advent season, I pray that the light that shines in the darkness would penetrate the deepest and darkest places of our heart so that we may be able to surrender them to you, Lord, and give them to you because you are kind and you are precious and you only have love for us, Lord. You only have love. Lord, open our hearts so that we may love you more. Open our hearts, Lord, to surrender to you. To really embrace that you are who you say you are. That you will not leave us orphan. And you have not left us orphan. And so I entrust all these prayers, the ones I have articulated and the ones that I hold in the silence of my own heart and those that the listeners of this podcast hold in the silence of their hearts. And I wrap them in a spiritual bouquet and entrust them to your mother, who I know will bring them to you, Lord, as I pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so, my dear friends, it is time to begin this Advent, and I just... Hope and pray that we open our hearts wide to Christ and we not be afraid of whatever he wants to do in this season of Advent. Let us not be afraid to his gentle invitation to follow him and to pursue him and to know him on a deeper level. And so this Advent is really a time for us to dive in deep, my friends. Do not be afraid. 
Hold on to the hope that satisfies the hope that does not disappoint. Thank you so much, my dear friends, for listening. And remember, you are loved. You are wanted. You are a beloved son or daughter of a father that is ridiculously in love with you, that sees you, that knows you, and pursues you. God bless. Thank you.